Johnny. What, yeah. what is up, everybody? Yo, what is up, everybody? Shut up! And listen, there we go. Back. You start. What no, are you, you doing? Start. I only start when you're at the Rivera compound. No, I, you say shut up when I'm at the Rivera compound. Yeah, you're not at the Rivera compound. Yeah, so you, you start off. So you start off with what's going on, everybody, and I tell you shut up. All right, so as you can see, shut this- up. <laughs> and listen, we are. This packed. is going to be a very disruptive podcast. It is our NFL mock draft special. One of my favorite episodes of the entire ooh, season. Ooh, 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 ooh. And we have two special guests tonight. If Not you guys, one, but two. If you guys remember the very first recording I ever did of Shut Up and Listen, I had my boy on, Levon Nelson, what is good? Yo, yo. And for his third year in a row doing our NFL mock draft, we got my boy Corey Bud. What up, what up? Oof, this is going to be very disruptive, guys. We're going to be going through our entire NFL mock draft. Draft is two weeks from tomorrow. My boys got the second and the 23rd overall pick, thanks to the best GM in the National Football League, Joe Douglas. Mm, boy, here we go. <laughs> Jeff talk, Jeff talk. Johnny's team has the, you guys have the 11th overall pick. Oh, you know what we're doing, baby. You know how we do it. We do it big. Levon is Philly, Philly, Philly. They did a very questionable move and <laughs> went back down to 12. <laughs> we'll get into that. And Corey Bud's team is the only team in this podcast right now that made the playoffs last year. They're picking 22nd overall, the Tennessee Titans. That's right. Not my draft or not. <laughs> no. Wow. All right, so we, we have a little trade preview. But we're going to go – we're going to lead it off right now. The Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock. We kind of – I think we're all in a very general consensus here unless Levon wants to be disruptive and say otherwise – Levon, floor is yours. The Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock. Yeah, we can just go on. It's Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence? Yep. We're all on Trevor Lawrence? Okay, so they, that's exactly what I want to see. We're going to be going quick. I'm going to try and get through all 32 picks if we can. If not, we're going to post them tonight. I will have them all out so everyone can see 1 through 32 and trade explanations. All right, so number two. <laughs> it's the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Oh, good for you. Get they are picking here, second overall. Your engine broke. Nah, man. We're, this engine going to start running now. We got oh, Robert wow. Sala as the new head coach, and we got Michael Flores' brother as our offensive coordinator. A lot of exciting things coming to Gang Green this year. Pretty solid free agent class. But <laughs> Gang Green. we are going with Zach Wilson, second overall in my mock draft. Corey, second overall. Yep, you gotta have my thing. I got Zach Wilson as well. Levon? <clears throat> Zach Wilson for me as well. Here we go. Look at that. One and two. This is how I wanted it to happen. Johnny, go ahead. <laughs> Zach Wilson. <laughs> Zach Wilson. All right, so for, for the gang green gang. That's, that's like how you gotta that, do it. Bro. All right, so at number three, we have the, the real trade that actually happened. The San Francisco 49ers traded up with the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins... Slid right down to, originally slid down to 12, then they jumped back up to where the Philadelphia Eagles were picking at 6. But, you know, San Fran, we've been hearing a lot of moves. It's been, uh, it's been between two players. Let's see. Corey, San Francisco's on the clock. If I'm San Francisco, and I'm, I'm sorry, if I'm up to that point, he's saying I'm, I'm taking Justin Fields. I don't... I think they do like Mac Jones, but I think that Mac Jones could run that offense, but I think Fields could command that offense. Hmm. Lee, go right ahead. Uh, I have nothing else to add. 
Clippers nailed that. In my mock draft, they go Matt Jones. Uh, the talk, the talk is there. They love him. The mobility, the mobility in that offense could be an issue, but it's they're you know they're more West Coast. They're gonna launch the ball. If Matt Jones was the quarterback instead of Garoppolo, he completes that pass to Sanders. They probably win the Super Bowl. Ooh, you're <laughs> putting it in a not rookie head. <laughs> I'm saying I don't know. I th- I think they just really love Mac Jones, and the talk is the talk is too loud for me to ignore. So I will be going Mac Jones. Nah, I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna uh, play the uh, field here and go uh, Justin Fields. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Try, try to be smooth. Right? Today. Exactly. And the Jets were there and everyone was making a big deal out of it, but they were outseeing other people. They're outseeing someone that if they trade him, I might punch a hole in a wall in the house. Bro. If they draft Sean Wade in like the second round, I'm gonna punch a hole in the wall. I hope they do. That's exactly what you need. You don't want to hope. That's what your team needs. All right, so number four is the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Obviously, this pick is the one a lot of people are talking about that Falcons are looking, they're shopping this pick. Mm -hmm. I have them staying where they're at. They're going to stay at four. It was such a hard decision. It really was because I don't know if they're going to dump Matt Ryan they're gonna keep Matt Ryan, but I have them keeping Matt Ryan because if you get rid of him, you destroy your whole caps, your whole cap room. They draft Kyle Pitts, tight end out of Florida. All right, leave on, go right ahead. Yeah, I, I don't really disagree with that logic right there, but I have the Broncos trading up and taking Trey Lance. Oh, we got our first trade. Broncos moving up. So you have, so you have the top four quarterbacks in your opinion: are Lawrence, Wilson, Fields, and Lance in that order. That's how it goes. Oof. Yes, sir. All right. Corey Bud, the Falcons are on the clock, or are they? <laughs> I have them on the clock there. I think, ultimately, I think they'll listen to calls, but I think they're going to, Arthur Smith's just going to, what he's done with the tight end room previously with Delaney Walker and such, and just how he's molded and such, giving him Kyle Pitts in that offense, I just think that would make the Falcons just like explosive again. He was at their pro day, too, so that does make a lot of sense. I just want to see that offense of Jones, Ridley, and Kyle Pitts. Good luck. Yeah. I mean, if they could put it all together, uh, you know, that that team's just talented all the way around. They just can't put it together. All right, so we're flying through this. I love it. We might be able to get past top 15 easily. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, this one's a tough one, too, because the Bengals have a lot of needs, primarily on the offensive line. What happened to Joe Burrow was devastating. Tore his knee in pieces. Yeah. But he looks he's looking good. He's getting back into it. He's looking to hopefully be back early on this season. I don't think he's gonna be back week one in my opinion. I think you have to put him on a short term IR just to make sure he's hundred percent. But I have them taking Jamar Chase, wide receiver from LSU, pair them back up together. You're gonna have fun there. And I think I didn't go offensive line because they did sign an offensive lineman. In free agency, they still have Jonah Williams, who I think they're still pretty high on, and plus this class is pretty loaded. You can get a good one in the second round. Corey, Cincinnati Bengals, are they on the clock or do they trade? I have them on the clock. I do like the logic there of taking Chase and taking OT in the second round, but I still think that you can take Chase and then play him in the 
mind, but I think you have to give him a bona fide anchor because you can't take advantage of that of Chase if Burr is still running for his life. So I haven't taken Seawell from Oregon. Gotcha. Lee. I'm with you, Danny. I haven't taken Jamar Chase there. Pairing Joe Burrow with uh, Thaddeus Mawson. It's going to be LSU all over again. That's, gonna be, that's very true. That was the guy tra- trade for Clyde Edwards Hewler, and we got a show. We <laughs> Brady becomes the offensive or the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals next year. It's going to be LSU. I pray that happens, actually. <laughs> All right, so at number six, number six is going to be very interesting right now. We have the Miami Dolphins, but we see how, you know, their front office has been moving a lot. Corey, I'm going to start off with you. The Dolphins at six. I have the Dolphins staying there, but because I have the Bengals, Taking Sewell, I have them taking Chase at six. Ooh, okay. Lee, the Dolphins. Jalen Waddle. Really? I need an explanation on that. He's your <laughs> he's your second receiver off the board. He's a beast. Um, they they need somebody for Tua. He's great with Tua. Uh, they they have who do they have right now? Devontae Parker. And they bought it, brought in Will Fuller mm-hmm. at some for speed with Jalen Waddle. That offense can really take off, and it, there's no excuses for Tua at that point. Very true. You got to get him the ball. Yeah. Right here, I have my first trade. I have the Denver Broncos trading up from nine to six. The Denver Broncos select Justin Fields. I think uh, I think they're pretty much fed up with Drew Locke. Uh, his immaturity is starting to you know, rub the front office the wrong way. I think that's, uh, I think it's time to bring in a quarterback, put some little pressure on him, see what happens. Not saying field starts right away, but at the same time too, you don't draft a quarterback at six if you don't expect him to start. At some point. Exactly. (laughs) All right, so we're gonna jump right into number seven, the Detroit Lions. The Lions, big off season, they got rid of Matthew Stafford which I've prayed for for the last four years to get that guy somewhere successful. Matthew Stafford is now with the LA Rams. The LA Rams shipped out Jared Goff to Detroit. We need we need some weapons for Goff. Where do they go? Defense, offensive line. Lee, where do you got the where do you got the lines going with? Uh, a bit of a surprise, but I'm going to Sean Slater here. Ooh, all right, we got some protection. Yeah, definitely need the protection on that offensive line. They need weapons, don't get me wrong. Uh, I forget who their best receiver would be right now, but... Yeah, That's a good question. Oh, it's probably, it's probably Rashard Perryman. Ooh. Yeah, they signed Perryman. Perryman? Yeah. Yeah. And a rookie. Uh, I can't remember his name right now. Exactly. <laughs> that sounds like a rookie. All right, Corey Budd, Detroit Lions. Uh, I got them taking Devonta Smith. Okay. That's a good one. All right, so right here at seven, I got the Lions actually taking Jalen Waddle right here. You got to give Goff some weapons. Goff has a pretty strong arm. Very interested to see what type of offense the Lions are going to run now, finally with, uh, you know, Fat Beard is no longer the coach anymore. Um, I'm not a Patriots guy, so anything Matt Patricia, <laughs> Julian Edelman. Blech. <laughs> not, for, not for me. Gross. All right. <laughs> All right, so number eight, we got the Carolina Panthers. Obviously, two weeks ago, they traded for my boy Sam Darnold. It was heartbreaking because I really love Sam. But he's going to go succeed over there in Carolina. I'll be rooting for him. 
They have the weapons already. You got Robbie Anderson. You got DJ Moore. You have uh, what a lot of people believe is the best running back in the NFL. Run CMC, Christian McCaffrey. You got a pretty decent young defense. And they went all defense last year. I'm going to start off with this one. I got the Carolina Panthers in a really big steal. I got Panay Sewell going at eight. Give you got to give Donald you got to give Donald protection if you if they want to back up. You know Donald still has a talk, which I still believe he does. Start off with the left tackle, Panay Sewell, Corey, Carolina Panthers. Yeah, Rashawn Slater. Slater, okay. Okay, okay. So they're going protection early, Lee. Yeah. Oof. That, that'll be freaking lethal. That'll do, dog. That'll be lethal. That'll you, have, do. you have the best receiving back in the league with Robbie, DJ Moore, and Cup. That's just sad. Imagine if they kept Curtis Samuel. Imagine. <laughs> Scary. All right. Once again, I love it. We're flying through this. So at nine, obviously, my pick changed because uh, Miami traded down with Denver, but Denver. I don't know if Denver's at nine for some of you guys. So, Lee, I'm going to start off with you. Uh, if you have the Broncos at nine, who are they taking? Well, the Broncos traded up for Trey Lance in my mock. That's so, right. Uh, in that trade back, I have the Falcons uh, solidifying the linebacker position with Micah Parsons. That's a good pick. That's a, that's a solid spot to get Micah Parsons. Corey Budd, number nine. <laughs> Okay, if you guys want to see me punch a hole in the wall, watch the Patriots trade up on draft night. Watch the- <laughs> why does that get you so angry? Tell, tell us why you're so angry. I hate the Patriots. Oh my god, tell I us think, again. I don't want anything to do with that team. You're a Jets fan. Exactly. Like, what is, well, like who says that? Edelman, you know what? I'm going to want a quick tangent right here. If 30-something career touchdowns get to the Hall of Fame, I want nothing to do with it. Edelman's not a Hall of Famer. Oh, my Heinz God. Heinz Ward's a Hall of Famer. Danny, I would have made the Hall of Fame if I was a kicker in the league. All right? Relax. <laughs> <laughs> She's so furious. The fact that that, that the fact that that narrative even popped up, it was You're disgusting. You're so angry, bro. Because it's stupid. Bro, it's the same as when they say the heat to the finals. It's stupid. It happened. <laughs> we made it. We made it. We backed it up. It's stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> Alright, at number nine, I have the Dolphins sliding back down from six. I think they still get their guy. They're gonna go Devontae Smith at nine. Electric slide, baby, to Devontae Smith. If paying me to do it, but I gotta deal with that guy. We gotta deal with quick. that guy for two years. Hey man. I got <laughs> or two times a year. Alright, so uh we got Levon's favorite team picking at ten, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Said the Cowboys make me cry. Uh, Dallas, uh, obviously last year they broke Philly Hearts and took CD Lamb. Uh, this year, this year <laughs> they're hearts. picking they're picking ahead of the Philadelphia Eagles again. And this year they have the same need. DB is a very very hot commodity right now in this part of the draft. I'm gonna I'm gonna take lead off here. I got the Dallas Cowboys drafting cornerback Patrick Sertan second. From um, Alabama. You think they're a smart team? Good for you. They need it. So they're, <laughs> gonna, they're gonna pair him up again with uh, with Diggs, Trayvon Diggs. Got a little Bama secondary going there. Corey Bud, number ten. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Cowboys, though, Dak Prescott was like What happened? I didn't hear your pick. I'm sorry. That's okay. I think Patrick Sertan falls right to their last set ten right there. Perfect. Ooh. All right. There he is, Lee. 
I think they do something dumb. <laughs> I think they take Quiddy Pay. Oh, I need an explanation, guys. We have our first we have our first disruptive moment. <laughs> From a fan of the team. He's not really a fan. Number one fan. Go ahead, explain Quiddy Pay. They have a severe need at defensive end. Uh, yeah, they definitely have a need at corner, but this corner class is kind of deep. This defensive end class is not at all. True. They could get somebody like Asante Samuel Jr. in round two, or Greg Newsome, or Eric Stokes. There's plenty of corners to go around. But I get your logic with parents or team with uh, things again. That, that'll be lethal and something I don't want to see. <laughs> All right, so uh, at number eleven we got Johnny's team, the Ooh, New York Football Giants, picking at excuse me, picking at eleven. Obviously, the Giants off season, they went out, they got Kenny Galladay, they got a Dory Jackson, they really time. tried solidifying that roster. They, in my opinion, they have the best secondary on paper right now, uh-huh. um, and they have a little bit of a need at the linebacking spot, in my opinion. But I'm gonna have Corey Giants. What do you got? I got them taking Micah Parsons uh, 11. Parsons, Parsons falls with them and Blake Martinez. That's a fun one. Lee, another division rival, New York Football Giants. This guy slid a little bit for me, and I'm going to be pissed that the Giants get him if this is how it ends, but Penny Sewell. Oh. Giants need an offensive line. And he falls right into their lap there. That's a no-brainer. If Sewell falls that far, oof, I'll be very, I'll be pretty upset. <laughs> All right, so I have another trade here. Actually, I have to keep it as you know clean as possible. But I have the New England Patriots. I think you know when they when they said um, that they're not going to have a very Patriots type draft. You know how the Patriots are; they usually trade back and accumulate more picks throughout the draft. I have them moving up. They're going to take the Giants' spot at 11. I have the Patriots taking Trey Lance 11th overall. I think they let the I think they let it play out here. All right, so once again, the NFC East back on the topic right here. We got the Philadelphia Eagles. Obviously, we know the offseason they've had. It has been a a shit show to say the least. You get rid of your quarterback, you get hit with a bunch of dead cap space where you can only afford one year contracts. They did have some pretty good signings. Jordan Howard, Anthony Harris at, at safety. Very, very good pickups there. Levon, this is this is your squad for everyone's playing. I was playing with the Cowboys thing. This is Lee's squad, Philly Philly. Take it away, Lee. 12. for me I don't think this is a reach at all I think this is where he should be I think he's a phenomenal player I would have loved him to slide down to 23 of course but um, I have Philly taking JC Horn from South Carolina at 12 
It, like like Levon said, you need someone to complement uh, Darius Slay. The receiving core is it's good for now, but the receiving core in this draft is way deeper than the last draft, in my opinion. So you can go find some very serviceable guys in rounds two and three. So I think they're gonna go corner here, you know, play cool, and then you know see what happens. And there's a lot of rumors that they may go quarterback. So I don't know what Howie Roseman's thinking, but <laughs> let's pray for the city of Philadelphia uh, two weeks from now. They need some love. Fletcher Cox and Darius Slay. There's not one defensive player that is a, a known commodity on that team. They they need some. They need defense. Back. I think Nathan Gary deserves your respect. <laughs> oh, he's with the Niners now. Yes. Oh, geez. Okay, so there it is, guys. Now they back. have no linebacking core. They. <laughs> All right, and I mean, like the Anthony Harris pickup was great for safety. That's a good value pickup. Uh, Corey, twelve. Well, I have them giving Hurts a fun weapon. I have them taking Jalen Waddle. Oh, I, would, I wouldn't mind that at all. I just don't think he's there. That'll be a fun one. Ways, just right there. God, he'd be fun with Hurts. If Hurts can get the ball downfield. <laughs> All right, guys, number 13, we got the LA Chargers, who I personally think are going to be the upstart team. I'll get into that in the NFL preview show in August. But um, LA Chargers, obviously, Justin Herbert, great quarterback to build around. I said it uh, about a year when he came out in the draft. I said the Giants should have waited, not draft Daniel Jones, and, and tank the next year and take Herbert. No one listens to me, so this is what you get. Herbert, I have them taking Rashawn Slater. You got to give the guy some protection. Chargers have always had a pretty decently weak offensive line. You know, so you got to protect your your hot commodity. Uh, Corey Bud, LA Chargers. I completely agree. I had Slater going earlier, so I've been taking Christian Darius on the tackle for Virginia Tech. All right, Lee, LA Chargers. Uh, Just like last year. The Chargers are going to be laughing like the Vikings did. Uh, but I have them getting Devontae Smith at this pick. Uh, pair him with Keenan Allen. Oh, God. That's oh, devastating. <laughs> That's going to be fun. That'll be a fun team to watch. All right. And uh, Levon perfectly put a segue into our next pick, the 14th overall pick. We got the Minnesota Vikings. Don't forget, people, it is an odd number year, so we know the Vikings are about to go like 13 and 3 or 13 and 4 now with the new <laughs> with the new 17 game schedule. Um, the Vikings have a lot of needs. Um, I've always kind of, you know, seen defense, but I'm gonna hold off on my pick here. Levon, I want you to go first. Minnesota Vikings. Well, considering their corner uh, from last year is probably going to prison. Uh, that's, why, go with, that's why uh, Jeff Gladney's in a lot of trouble. That's right. I'm going with J.C. Horn here. That it, he just fell to them, and I don't think they can pass that kind of value up there. All right, Corey, number 14. I got J.C. Horn there. You got J.C. Horn going there? Yep. All right, I got uh, I got him going edge. I have Quiddy Pay going to 14 to the Minnesota Vikings. I think they just – they're very – I don't know. They've always been heavy defense in my eyes. Just They just keep reloading that defense. Uh, they have to really monitor 
the Daniel Hunter situation as well, with uh, along with Jeff Gladney. I think Daniel Hunter is kind of pissed off there. So I think you know they they're gonna value edge and corner is definitely something they they definitely need to look at now with what's going on. That probably flipped their whole draft board. All right, so 15. Um, obviously, I don't have the Patriots picking here. They moved up to 11, so the Giants fell down to 15 for me. So um, I'm going to go last with this one. Uh, Corey, 15, the New England Patriots. I actually had been trading up with the Broncos, so I got the Broncos at 15. That's right. So many trades. It's fun trades. Go ahead, 15. I got the Broncos taken there at that point, and that point they take Mac Jones to replace Drew Love. See, man, everyone's off to Drew Locke. Everyone's off Drew Locke. It's over for this guy. <laughs> All right. No luck right. here. All right, Lee, 15. Uh, I still have the Patriots picking, but I also have Mac Jones going at that pick. I did have that in original mock, but I think they got a little they got a little trigger happy, and they were kind of getting worried that someone was going to uh, sneak up and get it. Um, 15 Giants. Uh, I still have, I have Michael Parsons falling here. Um, if they're very lucky, because like I said, Minnesota could definitely use, they could probably maybe just do a value pick best available, best available at this moment. Um, but I think the Giants get lucky here. They pair up Blake Martinez with Michael Parsons, which is, uh, terrifying. Um, that's personally it for all my trades. So we're, we're, we're past the top 15, everybody, but with timing and we did a phenomenal job, we're knocking out all 32 teams. All right, so number 16, Arizona Cardinals. Obviously, we know the offseason they've had. They're Houston Texans West officially now. Uh, J.J. Watt has showed up to make that front seven absolutely disgusting. A.J. Green, good value pickup. He is older, but, you know, if you can get, you know, 800, 900 yards out of him, Phenomenal. You still got Christian Kirk and DeAndre Hopkins paired up with Kyler Murray. Um, I'm going to bat lead off on this one. Obviously, they're in a division with Russell Wilson, now Matthew Stafford. You know, so you're, you're going to end um, – what's his face? Uh, Drew Blank. What's the other team in the, in the NFC West? The Niners. Niners. And obviously, the Niners are going to do a quarterback. You know, they're going to be – they're heavy. They're going to be heavy kind of pass with this West Coast offense. You need a corner. I got a corner with speed, just got medically cleared. Caleb Farley, corner out of Virginia Tech, will be going to replace Patrick Peterson, who went to the uh, Minnesota Vikings. All right, Lee, 16. So I, uh, I have them protecting Kyler Murray and taking Elijah Barron Tucker here. Um, offensive tackle out of USC. That's a good one. I like that one. Uh, Corey. Uh, All right, so there goes the Jets pick at twenty-three. <laughs> the Jets. Nah, that that's personally who I wanted. I don't have him going there, but um, yeah, that's kind of where I was going. All right, so we're gonna stick on the West Coast. We got the Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas. Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. What? The Raiders had an absolute fire sale of their entire offensive line for no reason whatsoever. It was a very good offensive line, top five in my opinion. Uh, to me, they've always been like kind of like that on the fringe team where like if they just have one decently good offseason without doing anything stupid, they're going to be a playoff team. They did something stupid, so now they're going <laughs> to have to repair. Um, so I'm going to have Corey go first here, 17, Raiders. 
Myers said they got to replace them. They need the protection. I have them taking Tevin Jenkins tackle from Oklahoma State. Good one. All right, Lee. The Ve the Raiders. The La God, they like to do stupid things, so I have them taking Jason Owa, uh, defensive end from Penn State. That is such a Raiders pick. <laughs> wow. What was the one year? What was that one year? They were third overall. They drafted Clean Pharaoh, and everyone was just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, the Raiders. <laughs> um, I have the Raiders. Uh, they're gonna repair that offensive line. I got Christian Darrisaw. We got back to back Virginia Tech picks. Darrisaw will be going to Las Vegas. Live. All right. So eighteen. The Miami Dolphins have another first round pick. <gasps> Heartbreaking. Um. We filled in their need already. A few of us with uh, receiver or offensive line. Um, they still, I think they're still going to try and balance out that offense a little bit. Um, I have them going Alabama again. They're going to take Najee Harris, 18th overall, get our running game going. And they're basically going to be a Tuscaloosa down there in Miami. So, Lee, 18 Miami Dolphins. That's a, that's a great Showing up that defense a little more in linebacker with Jeremiah Owusu Garamoa. Linebacker backslash safety out of Notre Dame. Uh, dude is an absolute beast. Could have been a monster. Yeah. That could have been a monster. Monster Incorporated. Who was last year that went to the Cardinals? Isaiah Simmons. Uh, yeah, that's exactly who he reminds me of. I think if play either safety or linebacker, and the dude just hits. I don't want that in my division. <laughs> well, you're gonna have Dude, it sucks. The year the Jets have two first-round picks, the Dolphins are like, oh, hold up a second. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right, uh, Corey, Miami's second first-round pick. Right. Well, if there's a team that can afford to take a risk on a player at this point, it's absolutely them. I have them taking Jalen Phillips and from Miami. Ooh, so they got a second. All right, so Corey, I'm going to put you on the hot seat. I need you to explain Jalen Phillips to Miami Dolphins. Why? Well, he doesn't have to go very far, honestly. Fast cap, play their defense in the pass rush. I just feel like these medicals aren't exact. Like, they can pan out, they cannot pan out. But if you're a team that has the luxury of being able to be like, this guy, if healthy, is, in my opinion, the best edge rusher in the class. And if you can get him at 18 and it's maybe not his rookie year, but he's a second, third year, he stays healthy, he stays on that field, it's absolutely a bad pick. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. All right, so we have the team with no name picking next. We got the Washington football team. Second year in a row, they're going to go with this crapshoot of a name. Um, obviously, you know, they got Curtis Samuel, you know, Riverboat Ron. He's the head coach there. This is the team that came out of the uh, crapshoot, again, known as the NFC East. Um, Taylor Heineke might be the front runner for MVP for me. Not really. I'm just playing around. Um, but... They have a they have a good class of quarterbacks. I have them protecting quarterback. Uh, they will be going Tevin Jenkins, Oklahoma State. Lee, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna keep picking on you with the NFC East, Washington Football Team. And not for me. I have the Tennessee Titans jumping in front Ooh. of them and uh, taking Rashad Bateman before they can get that uh, Allen Robinson clone. And then uh, replacing Corey Davis with Rashad Bateman to really jumpstart that offense. 
if no one can see or no one can see it's on FaceTime, but when when someone when Levon said that Corey's left shoulder was twitching the whole time, so I don't know what was going on there. Playing so- <laughs> <laughs> on blast, Corey, nineteen. Obviously, well, actually, I want you. I want you to respond. What 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 you think of Levon's trade? Do you, as a Titans fan, do you think very real possibility that you can trade up, or do you think you're gonna stay at twenty two from what you're hearing? I think they stay, but I do think if they do trade up, Bateman's one of the guys I really want. <laughs> so hearing the name at the end of the Titans always gets me a little bit. All right, so uh, 19, who do you got? I got, um, I thought about tackle here, but since I had Jenkins go a little bit earlier, I, wasn't, I didn't feel next about the next guy going that high up, so I had them take out Jeremiah Wilson, the linebacker Notre Dame. There we go. Made that Washington defense even more lethal. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying, dude. I, I do not want to see that. All right, so we got the Chirac Bears, Chicago. Shout out to my boy Demonic from Chicago. Chicago Bears, um, I don't know what to make of them. They somehow got into the playoffs. Uh, Trubisky's no longer there. Uh, Andy Dalton looks like might be their guy for, for right now. Wait, I'm right though. Trubisky's not there, right? Yeah. He's in Buffalo no, he's, now. Uh, he's, uh, Buffalo. he's Buffalo now. I was correct. Okay, cool. Um, Chicago Bears, twentieth uh, overall. Corey, who do you got? Favorite team. I kind of went back and forth about a few different picks with them. I don't know why I do the name, but more I like the fit with it. I take them taking Greg Newsome to corner out of Northwestern. Another guy doesn't have to travel far to his new team. Okay. All right, Lee, Chicago Bears, 20th. Yeah, just like Corey said, Greg Newsome. Um, losing the corner last year, uh, was it uh, Kyle Fuller releasing him? Uh, Greg Newsome will be a nice replacement in that defense. I agree. Yeah, Chicago. I don't know. They they were all over the place for me too. Um, I went Elijah Vera Tucker here, the interior offensive line from USC. Uh, I went offensive line here because I do think that in the second round they're gonna go quarterback. I think at twenty, it's a little bit of a reach to get like a Kyle Trask. So I was like, okay, let's. Give them a line and maybe see if Trask. Obviously, I think Trask will be there right at the in the second round. So that was my explanation for going on interior offensive line for them. All right, we got the Indianapolis Colts. Obviously, the Colts got made. They made probably the biggest move of the offseason. They got Carson Wentz to pair right back up with Frank Reich. The year that Wentz should have won MVP. Was probably gonna win. Was probably gonna win MVP if he didn't suffer that unfortunate knee injury against the Rams. But they're not gonna go offense to help once here. I have them going edge rusher Jalen Phillips from Miami, solidify that defense up front, pair him up with the Force Buckner and Darius Leonard, and best of luck to everyone in the AFC North. Corey, I'm gonna pick on you, or I should say AFC South. I'm gonna pick on you. I'm going to pick on you here, Indianapolis Colts. So, this one actually 
think you would really benefit that offense and really benefit that scheme to take Rashad Bateman. <laughs> All right, Lee, your uh, your your lover boy Wentz. What's going to happen to him in Indy? What's gonna... They're not going to add a weapon here for me. Um, just like Corey said earlier, uh, the Dolphins had the, the the opportunity to take a. I think the Colts had that same opportunity, and I have them taking Jalen Phillips. Go. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, man, just be afraid. Be afraid of that defense for a little bit. All right, so we got to we got the Corey's team right here, number twenty two, the Tennessee Titans. Obviously, Titans, you know they got that bell cow running back, Derrick Henry. For some reason, in fantasy, he never wants to cooperate with me until the weather gets cold. But it's perfect for playoff time. Uh, Corey, I'm gonna let you take it away here. Uh, I want a full explanation on your pick here at twenty two because this is your squad. Go right ahead. I mean, it'd be very nice that we'd have that offensive tackle right now in, in Don Wilson, but, you know, that's beside the point. So, yeah, right tackle becomes a possibility, corner becomes a possibility, head rusher becomes a possibility, wide receiver becomes a possibility. They just, they have a lot of needs, but luckily they got four in the top 100. I think they have a few options here, and I think that they're going to kind of go the route they did with Jeffrey Simmons a bit, with the, well, not in the same sense, but with this medically. And a few other options. I have them taking Caleb, Caleb Terry to replace Malcolm Butler and Adore Jackson in that secondary. Mm, I like that. Uh, Lee, Tennessee Titans. So I had them trading up to get Rashad Bateman here. Uh, so I have the Washington football team on the clock and taking Tevin Jenkins. That's perfect for them if he slides right down there. Um, Tennessee Titans. Uh, I have Rashad Bateman here. I think he does fall right into them at, at 22. Excellent. Uh, like I said, it's uh, it's just it's a good fit for him, and obviously you just throw a, you throw a receiver in that mix with that offense. It's gonna be a very very fun time. All right. And it's AJ. Oh yeah, no, him and AJ Brown for sure. <laughs> it is literally no one behind him, so I mean, it absolutely makes sense to take that thing. All right, so twenty three. We got my boys back on the clock. Go J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 baby, yeah. back on the clock. Um, this is exciting for me. They haven't had two first-round picks since they drafted Nick Mangold and Shaw Ferguson in the same draft. Um, and that was that was the corner, the two cornerstones of our franchise, so they hit on both of those. I think JD is going to hit on both of these. At 23, I have the Jets drafting running back Travis Etienne from Clemson. To help out that offense, uh, give Wilson a little toy in the backfield to lift the pressure off of him. So, uh, yeah, I got ETN here. Um, I think because I'm going to explain this pick too. So, I think because they have such an early second round pick, they can either go corner or offensive line with that really off, that really early second round pick, like someone like a Jalen Mayfield or Alex Leatherwood or Liam Etchenberg. They'll probably be there in the second round. Uh, you can get a corner in the second round too, like Asante Samuel uh, Jr. Stokes, or I think Stokes can fall a little bit too. So, Etn, I think it's a safe pick here. The Jets do need a running back and a receiving back like Etn. I've compared Etn to uh, a little less of an Alvin Kamara type of guy, not like Alvin, but like maybe like a tier below. So, definitely go uh, Etn there. Uh, Corey, I'm gonna have you go with this one. Uh, Jets at twenty three. 
So you have the defensive side. I thought about corner here, and then I was looking at edge, and I personally like Azizha Ojolari from Georgia there. I think he gets you guys a nice pass. I would love an edge rusher there too. That's another need too. But uh, I no, I I get you on that one. If they get if they do put another edge over there with you know everyone that been adding like a Vinnie Curry, Sheldon Rankins, and Lawson, I would lose my mind in a good way because you're gonna give Robert Sala so many different options of just constantly uh you know you know basically doing shifts. You'll have four different <laughs> defensive linemen for each shift. <laughs> uh, Lee, go right ahead. Please do my Jets some justice, or else I'm gonna fight you on Saturday at your daughter's softball game. Oh my god. <laughs> For anyone, that's no, for anyone that knows his his daughter's like my niece, I'll never do that. I'll just make sure her back's turned. <laughs> so, I think you'd be pretty happy with this. Um, Noah Joe Douglas made the Sidney Jones pick in 2017. Uh, I haven't taken Kayon Farley here. Uh, I think they would really need a corner. I would so love that a lot. They can take that risk to uh, have probably the best corner in this draft fall for them. I would love that too. Like I said, they have so many different. At twenty three, they can't really go wrong, in my opinion. If there's an edge, a corner, a running back, or even, I don't think they're a receiver. I heard a little rumblings that they really liked uh, Rondell Moore and Terrence Marshall at their pro days. I'll cry if they get Terrence Marshall in a good way because that's like my sleeper wide receiver in this draft. All right, so we have the Pittsburgh, excuse me, Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh my. Um. <laughs> Obviously, Pittsburgh, they're on the cusp of a rebuild, but not on a rebuild. They they still have Ben Roethlisberger here. It's getting serious, guy. They have no James. They have no James Conner now. Do you fill in the running back slot? Do you go defense? Lee, what do you got Pittsburgh doing at twenty four? I'm taking Trevon Mulrick, uh, safety out of TCU. Uh, it is kind of a luxury pick because they already have good safeties, but he also can play the slot better than most people on that team. So, well, better than anybody on that team. I think that's their biggest need on defense, the slot corner. And uh, I think he really fits the, the mold for them. Perfect. Uh, Corey, Pittsburgh. I'm a little higher on this guy than I think some people, but I really like them taking Eric Stokes more to Georgia. Ooh, I need an explanation there because uh, Stokes has had a second, third round grade for a little bit. I think that a lot of this pre-draft hype's got me going up there with corners. There's some uncertainty there. I think Asante Samuels did the benefit of this too, that back end first, high end second. I mean, yes, obviously a lot of teams have been lower on their boards, but from the rumblings around the thing is that he's been shooting been up there. His name's absolutely been up. Beautiful. All right, so um, Steelers Nation, don't kill me. I beg of you, do not kill me. I like this guy a lot. Pause. Um, I think he's flying up my draft board, and I think he fits the Steelers system very well. I have them going running back Javante Williams from the University of North Carolina. I think he's coming up. I, I, at first I had him back end first round if the Bucks weren't going to bring back any running backs, but they did, and they obviously just picked up Gio Bernard. So uh, I had to move up. Uh, Javante Williams, I think a perfect spot right there for him in Pittsburgh. All right, so we're going to go 25 here. We got Jacksonville Jags, second pick in the first round for them. 
we obviously were all in general consensus. We know that uh, Urban Meyer is going to have a field day with Trevor Lawrence. But does Lawrence get weapons? Do they go? Do they add to the defense? Corey, this is your division, so I'm going to pick on you again. Jacksonville Jags, 25th overall. Jacksonville Jags. I can't say anything. That's exactly what I have. <laughs> what, Cosme? <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Um, so I have them going offense. There's another guy that's skyrocketing up boards across, you know, every team. I got him 25th overall. Elijah Moore, wide receiver, Ole Miss. I think the Jags. I think the Jags go a little risky there. That's AJ Brown's boy. And if they if he's anything like AJ Brown, look out AFC South. All right, so twenty six. <laughs> the lethal man right there. Twenty six overall, Cleveland Browns. Obviously, we we saw that they just picked up Jadavion Clowney this afternoon. So if anyone wants to go against that front seven, best of luck to you. Uh, obviously, they bring back a loaded offense. Although Beckham, he's back and healthy. Still got Landry. They got Austin Hooper and Joku. A very good offensive line that can keep going on. At 26, I'm a bat leadoff here. I got the Cleveland Browns. Regardless of them getting Jadavion Clowney, it's still only a one-year deal. No guaranteed he is back. I have them drafting Jeremiah Owusu Karamuro from Notre Dame. Scare a little, scare people here. All right, Lee, Cleveland Browns. Yeah, like you said, they're loaded on offense. They're pretty loaded on defense. Greedy Williams comes back this year. Grant back this year. I am taking Zayvon Collins, uh, linebacker, just to keep that defense. <laughs> keep it going, man. That defense is strong. They're building something like the Steelers and Ravens of the past. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too. I hate Cleveland because I hate Baker Mayfield so much. But oh my. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't stand him. I just don't think he's a good quarterback. He's just he's to me, I'll I'll do this right now. Baker Mayfield is what Mark Sanchez was in 09 and 2010. A very average to below average quarterback. You give him a really good offensive line, a really good running back, decent receivers, a tremendous defense, and you're gonna go far. When you pay the man and these guys decide, oh, maybe we're not gonna be here anymore, and they leave, you'll mark my words, you'll see what happens. <laughs> All right, uh, Corey, Cleveland Browns. Yeah, thank you guys. I just hit the nail on the head with everything we got going on. I have them adding to that interior and just keeping that pass rush, um, you know, healthy, rotating, or constantly up breath. I've been taking Christian Barrymore from Alabama. It's a good one here. I think, yeah, I think the Cleveland's definitely going to go heavy defense here. All right, uh, Baltimore Ravens at 27. We know what this offense can do. They can be lethal at times, but if you get them to throw the ball, you're going to beat them. On defense, it's Baltimore. Enough said. Everyone knows Baltimore and defense are just synonymous with with one another. Um, Corey, I'm going to go with you here. Baltimore at 27. What do you got going on? We're just going to give. We're just going to add to the pass rush. I'm just going to help them out that there. 
If he falls that far, you definitely snatch him. And I th leave on being a Michigan fan would be all for it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Lee, Baltimore Ravens. I think uh, a lot's been said about how bad Lamar needs a receiver. They have Sammy Watkins, but let's be real, he's going to play four games. <laughs> um, I couldn't believe it when I saw that Sammy Watkins was only 27 years old. Like... He, he's, not, he, he's like 35. <laughs> he's, he's, like the, he's like the Jaleel Okafor of the NFL. He's been there for so long, but he's still so young. Yeah, it doesn't even make sense to me. So to pair with Sammy Watkins and uh, Hollywood Brown, uh, Terrace Marshall, wide receiver out of LSU, no more excuses for him. If you can't get it done with those guys and Sammy Watkins four games a year, that this, there's no excuses. Uh, I am 100% in agreement with Levon. I have them going Terrence Marshall Jr. here. Uh, like I said, he was super underrated throughout his time at LSU. He's super underrated now getting into the draft. Be, be aware of this man. I'm telling you guys right now, you're going to know the name Terrence Marshall Jr. And obviously, we know how much success LSU receivers have had in the NFL. He's just going to add to that growing crop. All right, so we're gonna go to my favorite NFC team, the New Orleans Saints. Legend Drew Brees retired. Obviously, they gave Taysom Hill the most confusing, understanding contract in the history of sports. They, they brought back Jameis Winston, so we got a little bit quarterback battle going on down there. So we can rule out them thinking about getting a cop trash, in my my personal opinion. But they did lose Sheldon Rankins. They lose a few pieces on the defensive line. Um, I'm a bet lead off here with this one. I got the Saints getting Christian Barrymore from Alabama just to replace uh, Sheldon Rankins. Levon, New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I have them taking Barrymore too. Philly native down in New Orleans. All right, Corey Bud. I got them taking Jason Owen, Edge from Penn State. See, I don't. I have him out of my first round, honestly. Like, very. Like, he's just gonna be one of those guys to me that he has. That's what I'm saying. Like, he doesn't have the tape for me, and he. Like, we, there's there's gonna be four or five guys that we said probably here now this back end. They're gonna be very early second round picks with first round draft grades. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, so at 29, we got the Green Bay Packers. Uh, tremendous year last year. They bring back, obviously, MVP Aaron Rodgers. They they have they bring back, to me, who I think is the uh, second-best receiver in the NFL, Devontae Adams. I am a Julio Jones homer, and he will always be the best receiver in my eyes. <laughs> um, but once again, you know, the Packers – Kind of disappointed us a little bit. We thought this was going to be one of... I thought they were going to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl personally. Um, I don't know why they kicked the field goal. And that was also asked on Jeopardy. And he couldn't give a straight answer either. <laughs> um, so, uh, Lee, I'll start off with you here. Green Bay Packers at 29. Well, we saw in that, uh, that game that Kevin King was absolutely abused. Yeah. <laughs> Much as Rodgers needs a weapon, they need a number two corner. They brought back Kevin King, but he ain't it. 
Samuel Jr. here. Uh, I like that. My boy. Go Knowles. All right. Corey Budd, Green Bay Packers. I actually was considering a Sunday Samuel Jr. there as well. But then I just thought about how much fun Elijah Moore could be in that offense. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. Once again, I got the Packers screwing Aaron Rodgers. They do not take a wide receiver in the first round when there's a whole bunch still left out there. I have them getting Trevon Moore the safety from TCU. Try and solidify that. Try and solidify that secondary. Possibly prevent the deep ball. It can't just be Jair Alexander doing all the work. So um, I have Trevon Moore going there at twenty nine. Number thirty, I have Bills Mafia, Buffalo Bills. Everyone loved them last year. The Sweethearts, they came in firing. They came in with an attitude. They made the playoffs. They won the AFC East by a significant margin. I still have them. And personally, I think they're still the best team in the AFC East, but the Dolphins are right behind them. Uh, I have the Bills adding to their defense. I have them taking edge rusher Aziz Aljolari from Georgia. Just to assure that defense a little bit more. I think as long as Josh Allen is going to throw the ball 50 times a game, averaging 70 yards per throw, you just need just deep threat receivers, which they already have. Uh, Lee, I'm going to go with you here. Buffalo Bills at 30. Yeah, uh, I did the exact same thing. <laughs> I think that's like, what, three out of the last four picks we've matched? <laughs> <laughs> we're all matching a lot. I think we're, I think we're all in, in agreement here. Oh, you guys are going to love my last pick. You guys are going to love my last pick. Uh, Corey, you're going to go Buffalo. I have them replacing some secondary help with Asante Samuel Jr. See, I don't want to abuse that poor kid. I don't want him. I don't want. I don't want the Jets to beat that guy. That's a that's a FSU alum right there. I can't do it to him. It will break my heart. All right, so we got the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, the, the, the reigning AFC champions, obviously completely embarrassed in the Super Bowl. They were exposed by a very weak offensive line. Uh, Corey Budd, AFC champ, Kansas City Chiefs, who do you got? I got them bolstering that offensive line. I got them taking Liam Eschenberg, offensive tackle, Notre Dame. Nice. All right, so I want I want Lee to be as disruptive as possible with this thirty first overall pick. Oh, you ready? I have a feeling. I have a, if I know you like I know you, I have a feeling of who it is, and I'll say if I'm right or not. But go ahead. So I have uh, Andy Reid making a trade with his old team. Okay, I'm wrong. Okay, Eagles trading back up into the first round. Ooh. A wide receiver. From North Carolina, oh. Emmy Brown. <gasps> Emmy Brown, okay. I need a massive explanation here. I know Go. who Emmy Brown is. I need a massive explanation here. <laughs> the kid's a stud. He, he's fast. He's big. He's an ex. That's I think Emmy Brown with Nick uh, Sirianni is pretty much like giving him, uh, I would say, like a Stefan Diggs or Keenan Allen type of receiver Oof. with. Blazing speed and deep ball, and a deep ball threat. I think uh, pairing him with Jalen Rager on the other side, having uh, I can't think right now. <laughs> uh, I just think that offense could really take off with a person like Miami Brown. I wanted Marshall there. I 
Jackson. I think those two go ahead of them. And I think Brown is the next best bet. I like Elijah Moore, but he's 5'9", 180. Uh, we already have a smaller guy like Rager. So we need that big guy. Um, that's, that's just what I think. I think he's going to be shooting up draft boards. I have seen a lot of tape on him. I get it. I have seen a lot of tape, and he... He, uh, I really thought when Florida State faced North Carolina when they were on their way back, I mean, this guy was torching them. All right, so um, I have them taking Samuel Cosby from Texas just to assure that line. Obviously, we know they uh, they did a very good job of that this offseason, uh, picking up uh, David Andrews. Was it David Andrews they got? No, it wasn't David Andrews. It was um, who was the other Patriots offensive lineman who was a free agent this year. Uh. Uh, yeah, this was like this was the guy I really wanted the Jets to sign. They just decided we're not going to do it. Early, her, uh, no one listens. To oh, me. Joe Thune. <laughs> Joe Thune. Joe Thune. what? Thune. 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 Yeah. All right, so we have the last pick of our mock draft, the defending champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh-oh. Obviously, we know that whole team through and through. They're just loaded with pro bowlers all over the place. They ran it back. So I'm going to be as disruptive as I can with this pick. <laughs> quarterback? No, they're not going to go quarterback. <laughs> they're going to go Rondale Moore, wide receiver Purdue, make that team way more explosive, faster. You're gonna need you're gonna need some I think this guy is gonna take uh this guy I think Antonio Brown's not gonna come back. Uh he wants too much money and you're getting very close to draft time. They're gonna put Rondell Moore in the slot. You still got Godwin and Mike Evans and Scotty Miller. And now you got Gio Bernard as a receiving uh back and you still have you know you have OJ Howard on his way back and Gronk and Cameron Brake. You add Rondell Moore speed threat right there. Have fun with that one, NFC South. Have fun. Corey Budd, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, they were, they were fun to mess around with, just like giving pieces and pieces. But the one I felt that just, uh, just felt right to me is I feel give Brady some more interior help. I just worry, you know, at his age, as his age, everyone always says. But taking hits later in life, you know what I mean? Get the protection in there. I'm taking Landon Dickerson, uh, guard from Alabama. Mm, that's a good one. You're a good one. Thank you. <laughs> Lee, you're gonna Lee, you're gonna end it off here. Thirty-two Buccaneers. Um, I have somebody that you guys didn't have going in the first round. <gasps> uh, Gregory Rousseau, defensive end. That's right. Yeah. That is very true. If Rousseau falls to thirty-two, I'm gonna be first. <laughs> but he did in yours. He did. <laughs> Go ahead, explain. So I, I think they could add. Uh, a slot receiver like Elijah Moore or Rondell Moore. They'd be perfect for Brady, especially Rondell. He, his average uh, reception was like 2.6 yards in college. So Brady loves throwing that short pass. He would be great for it. But I just have him continuing to build that defense because it's already strong and they really don't have much weakness. Yeah, that's very Brady. true. All right, so guys, we have officially completed our NFL mock draft. We made it. We are on the we're on the fast track. Two weeks from tomorrow, it is the the Jacksonville Jaguars will be on the clock. Whew. 
but we all know what's gonna happen there. Um, Justin Field. I need to thank my boys, Levon and Corey. Thank you so much for coming on, guys. I really appreciate it. You guys are. You guys actually made history. You are on the first ever episode of Shotgun Listen to break the hour mark. Woo! <laughs> and I would love any. I would. I wouldn't have loved it anymore else than the NFL mock draft special, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, I appreciate you guys, and I'm pretty sure we're just going to be texting throughout the draft in two weeks, so. Yeah, absolutely. All right, gentlemen, enjoy your evening. Much love, y'all. Appreciate it. All right, fellas. Take it. All right, and as everyone knows, Johnny was very quiet today in the mock draft special. Yeah, you know what it is. <laughs> but don't worry, guys. Next week, we're going to get Loudmouth Johnny back into it. We're going to be right back on NBA talk. We may even have some NFL news, like I said, the two weeks leading up to the draft. Very, very crazy in the NFL. You never know what's going to happen. Some teams can make some surprise trades. You can hear some rumors. Oh, speaking of surprises, speaking of NFL. Johnny, bold prediction this week, baby. We all know what it is. I see the NFC East going no other way than Johnny's big blue Giants taking number one in the NFC East. We got we to gotta wait for that until the, NF, the uh, NFL special in August. That's Johnny's bold prediction calling it right now. We uh, remember to, this. Wait. To end the show, I want to send my love and speedy recovery to Jamal Murray towards ACL. You hate to see it, Saw especially that. you know, not even especially young star, just anyone you know in, in the NBA that is an injury that takes a very long time for a basketball player to come back from. So you know, Jamal, shout out, you know, speedy recovery. We are going to get you back on the court very soon. Yo, I saw that happen. Like I, I knew, I knew it was bad. When I, I saw the update, when I saw the update, I just knew. I, no, I saw it happen. I was like, no, it's a wrap. So I, I see people. I saw the update like and that. my heart sank because I knew exactly what happened. You saw the video, and you knew later on. Yeah. No, I knew it was a wrap. They said they were gonna. They said hopefully it was just like a thing. Now that's what I feel with Oladipo. And luckily they dodged one with Oladipo. And they said Oladipo came down on a dunk and he was he was limping. I'm like. Not again. But Oladipo right now, I think he's only missing this West Coast trip. And then Miami. Miami has eight games in 12 days. So, uh. <laughs> well, that helps you build chemistry. We'll see what happens. In the meantime, shut up! And listen.